break in to this museum that's in front of us and we gotta be real sneaky about it okay alright I packed into the mainframe and turned the security system off good work that's why I hired you um and now so I've I've got the I've got this bag here of all the tools that you've that you've packed will you kind of go through and tell me what all what all you've packed for us for this heist mission Dun, 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 yes. dun, dun, dun. I'm, I'm sorry, hold on. Let me. Hey, hey, bassist, I don't know why I brought you, but do you mind stop doing that whole thing? Thank you. Anyway. This. I'm sorry, could you speak up? I know we're on a heist, but <laughs> for certain reasons, we should probably not whisper too, too much. This. What is that? Looks like an innocuous lighter. Okay. But, flick, it's actually. A pin that a says flick? S- oh my god! That, that's so cool! Instead of being either a pin or a lighter, it's just a pin that every time you click it... Let me see. I want to try it. Hold on. Hold on. It, it doesn't seem to be working for me. It's not working. Click. Oh, there it goes. Click. It's saying click or pl- pit. Flick. There we go. It's okay. It is, it is flick. Got it. Flick. Okay, I'm going to put that down. Flick. Oh, you hit it once on the table. Sorry. What else do you have here? Um, alright, so this looks like a bottle of water, but it's really a bottle of butane. You just explode things. Okay, so you just kind of bought, brought a <laughs> bottle of flammable <laughs> liquid in case we need to set something on fire. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. Could be useful. <laughs> what else have you brought? I mean, you hacked into the mainframe. You've got a talking pin that can say one word, and then just a bottle of butane. Look, it's come in handy before, so we pack it in every pack, okay? Okay. All right, now this looks like a lighter. (laughs) It looks like the flick pin. Right, but it's actually a taser. Oh. Like that. Wow. Wow. That, that sounded like a very, like, whimsical taser noise that it made. Kind of there. Well, that's what it is. All right, now I'm looking in here, and what is this big thing that you've brought? That is a safe decoder parachute hiding briefcase. I'm sorry... A safe decoder parachute hiding briefcase. Yeah, you're going to want to hang on to that because it does a few things that will come into handy. Wait, I'm sorry. Could could you... It's a safe decoder parachute briefcase. Right. Well, there's a hidden parachute within it. 
if you press a certain combination, which I will tell you now, which you must memorize. Okay, go ahead. 6969. Great. <laughs> the parachute will deploy. This has saved lives. Also. <laughs> go on. If you put in the code, this is very important. Don't get these two mixed up. If you put in the code 0420, mm-hmm. yeah. it will decode a safe. <laughs> Just simply set set the briefcase next to the safe or on top of the safe. 0420, it'll let it'll emit electronic waves. Oh, yeah. It'll let the waves. Uh-huh. And crack the code for you. Wow. Yep. Wow. At the same time, if you use just the code 0000, you can just open the briefcase and there is a little bit of room for stuff in there. So, with the decoder and the parachute in there? Um, yeah. Wow. The hidden the hit the parachute's hidden. I've uh-huh. been over this. So. Well, I guess also the decoder, the safe decoder is hidden as well, right? Right. Well, it's invisible because it's just electronic waves that gets turned on by the code you remember, right? This is important. Yes, I remember the code is 0420. Perfect. Thank you. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. That you, yep, you asked. That's what that one is. And scene. This wasn't really the scene of a heist, but of two world-class improvisers. <laughs> you told me to have my skills sharpened going into that. Boy... <laughs> Were they sharp? Yeah. I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. And this is the Bargain Den. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of us two people. I'm blowing out this candle. I don't care if it's causing heat or not, but I'm That's nice. hot. Hi, hot. I thought you just form said Form of watching movies. <laughs> I'm telling you whether or not they're frugal or not, or if they're movies or not, do they deserve to have the title Bargain Movies in them? Um... What a whirlwind of imagination we just took you on. And why did we take you there? Because what movie did we watch and are going to spoil? The Spy Who Dumped Me. The Spy Who Dumped Me, starring Nicole Kidman. What? What? Really? No. Oh. No, it starred Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon. Tell us about The Spy Who Dumped Me. All right, so Mila Kunis plays this girl, Audrey, who has just been dumped by what turns out to be a spy. She is convinced by her best friend, Morgan, who is played by Kate Kate McKinnon. McKinnon. Ha, I can do names. Uh, Morgan convinces Audrey to burn his box of stuff that he left because he just broke up with her on a text and disappeared. So she starts to burn his stuff and he calls her mid-heist, although she doesn't know that. And he's like, hey, don't burn my shit. And I'll be back to pick it up. Just don't burn it. So she stops burning his stuff and... Crazy shit starts... I can't speak anymore. Crazy shit starts going down. Um, This 
guy they met at the bar turns out to be an assassin. Um, and when her boyfriend does show up, he tr- he does kill him? Yes. Yes. The assassin kills her boyfriend. Also, she had told what she thought was the CIA, but now she's not sure about her boyfriend being in contact with her and, like, everything's going to be confusing. All right. So everyone's shooting at Audrey and Morgan. They escape the apartment and start driving away with no plan. Um, Before he died, Audrey's ex-boyfriend, the spy, told her to take his second-place fantasy football trophy to Vienna? Yes. Vienna, Austria. In order to deliver it to someone named Vern, Mm -hmm. because it's important, but we don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. So they go to the cafe that they're supposed to go to, and who shows up but one of the CIA guys? And Morgan, not Morgan, Audrey doesn't know who to trust. There's another big shoot. Wow. So unprofessional, because I know this is not a bit. Go ahead. You turned that up. That was weird. Hey, Brandon. Yeah? Trophies. Are they frugal? Mm, No. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you could argue with that. Yep. Okay. Anyway, there's another shootout at the cafe in Vienna, and uh, Audrey and Morgan barely make it out, and they they purposely switched out the, the secret good trophy for a decoy trophy. Now they're on the run, and cops got their gun, but right about now it's time <laughs> to have some fun. Uh, the kid at Rhyme, that is my name. I know the drop spot, and I've got champagne. Uh, but they, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, they escape. Um, my memory gets a little fuzzy here. What happens then? Yeah, so everyone at the cafe dies except for them and the CIA guy. They escape. Fuck. I think they go in the car chase at that point, right? With the Uber driver? Right. Yeah, they, they get in someone's Uber and tell the guy to go. And he's on meth. He's on meth, so he's super down for this car chase once people start chasing them. Uh, they kill the driver. The, yeah, the driver gets killed, not the main character's killed. Right, right, right. The people chasing them. Um, they manage to avoid and or kill all of the chasing people mm-hmm. and escape the scene. Morgan calls her dad like, dude, you've got to help. Oh, yeah. And her dad's like, hey, so I think you're on the news or something. Um, but it sounds like nothing you've done's yeah, I'm a liar. Totally you illegal. trust me. Go live yeah. with this person. Yeah. And so he's like, I have a friend in Prague and go there. But the friend in Prague isn't the right person. The right person's been killed. Oh, no! Oh, no, but they don't find this out until too late. They've both been drugged. By this point, they have figured out that the trophy is hidden a flash drive. Yes. So they're trying to hide it. Yes. So it looks like they've flushed the flash drive down the toilet, um, and then they're captured by the CIA. No, they're captured by... Highland? Highland. Question mark? Yes. The terrorist organization, mm-hmm. and... A Russian gymnast 
Sleeper agent. Sleeper agent tortures them. Yes. To try to extract where the flash drive is. Yes. Then the CIA people come rescue Morgan and Audrey. Mm -hmm. um, And they're like, you guys are idiots. I can't believe you flushed that flash drive. That could have saved lives. Um, And, hey, main CIA handsome man, you're an idiot, too. You're on suspension. So they drive away. This is going to get... He's important. I'm going to get a name real quick. Hopefully. Maybe. Well, you get the uh, name of... Sebastian. Sebastian. What was the other boyfriend's name? Um, Drew. Drew. So, uh, Sebastian is driving Audrey and Morgan away, and he's like, yeah, but we really done fucked things up, and Audrey's like, well, what, what would happen if I technically had the flash drive, and turns out she didn't throw away the flash drive. She hid it in her vagina. What? Um, and uh, so they take the flash drive to learn what's on it. Turns out what's on the flash drive, it's a back door to the internet. <laughs> yeah, I don't get this. I really don't. Like you could have just logged on to some free Wi-Fi at a cafe. What? No. Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> the idea is it was a back door. Like, it, but the thing was, is it was really kind of stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, uh, I don't. He's like, what is this? The back door to the internet. This could change everything. It has like access to everyone's personal information. I think that the back door to the internet's pretty clear, Donna. I think everybody gets what that is. Yeah. Whatever. So. Because when you when you think about the internet, there's the front side, and everybody's like, everything's safe here, but if you had a back door, you could get in anywhere. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's how the internet works. Yeah. So, why do they even... Let's keep going. we got to get on the plot. <laughs> no, this is me trying to get on with the plot. Like, yeah. why do they... What do I... So what did they even decide to do next? They're gonna take it somewhere. They needed to. They needed to get in disguises. Where did they need to go? I don't remember. They they went to. There's like a UN conference or something, and so they decided to pose as the. I don't think it was a UN conference because there was a Cirque du Soleil. I don't know. What was it? It was some kind of gala ball thing where popular, important figures from around the world were. What were they going to do with the flash drive? See, that's what I can't remember. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> they were leaving the library. Yeah, I don't know what they were going to do with it. I just can't remember. They were leaving the library maybe to take it back to the CIA. Yeah. I don't know. But the partner catches them. Oh, the CIA partner catches right. them. And they kill him. Um, the CIA partner? Yeah, no. He dies. I don't remember how. They, like, knocked him out for a second. Oh, no, 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 that was when they were going to go save them. Never mind, yeah. Yeah, either way, he dies, and they find out through his phone that he's supposed to obtain the flash drive and deliver it to Highland at this gala thing. So they disguise themselves as the Canadian Prime Minister and his wife... (laughs) And a Cirque du Soleil actress acrobat <laughs> to sneak into the gala so that they can find the people that are going to buy the flash drive? But it turns out that it's Drew, the ex-boyfriend, the spy who dumped her. Uh-huh. He's there, and he's, he's alive title. somehow. 
And turns out that he's the one that's actually working for Highland. Or is he? No, he is. He says it's Sebastian. No, but that's the, then it is him. It, it is him. Yeah. Yes. So then he dies for real, and her and Sebastian make it out and make out. <laughs> and that's the movie. Yep, that's the movie. And Sebastian gets, gets to keep his job with none other than Gillian Anderson. Oh, yeah. Gillian Anderson is, is Wendy, the head of the CIA. Um... So this was a really fun movie. Um, it also was very stupid. It was a very dumb yeah, movie. Yeah, Like, there were several moments that were very painful and just, like, what if you can accept that it is, like, that the two main characters are kind of dullards is, like, the kind of thing. They're just not capable people. Like, they're not supposed to do anything super impressive. They kind of fumble their way through this movie. It's okay. But there are several moments I just... Because I don't think this is anything to do with frugal, not frugal. But I was just reminded. So she hides the flash drive in her vagina. Uh-huh. Um, and the CIA agent makes a really big deal about it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, like since he's it's been super in, caught off guard. Uh, you know, you're a... Could you <clears throat> extract it from your <clears throat> safe <clears throat> location? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you mean her vagina? Like, do you want to just... Yeah, like, come on, man, you're a spy. I guess yeah. that was one of the, actually the weirdest parts for me. He drowned a man in fondue. He drowned yeah. a man in fondue at one point, but he can't say, uh, you're a uh, vagina. Well, and also, they were being tortured by a Russian gymnast. You don't think while they were knocked out, they would have done some cavity checks looking for this flash drive? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Like, I assumed that's why it was not initially hidden in such a location. Because they were going to swallow it. Yeah. I assumed they went to swallow because of, like, they were drugged and they knew it. And they knew they were going to be unconscious. Of course, they're going to do cavity checks. But apparently not. Apparently, they did not do cavity checks. I don't... Whatever. There were some poop okay. jokes in it, wasn't there? I don't even... Yeah, there were... Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> it was a very fun movie. It was a fun twist on an action spy comedy. I had so much fun. But it's ridiculous. What was... The, let's get to the other side of this, because there's a lot to talk about. There's so Maybe much. we can find spy gear in the clearance aisle. All right, and immediately we're back, because I want to talk about... <laughs> This movie. Look, there is... By the way, all the spy gear we found was indeed the stuff I showed you earlier. It's a time twist. It was all up in my vagina, too, so I get it. Yes. Okay. Look. Okay. Sometimes stuff would happen in this movie, and I just wanted, like... I wanted some form of an explanation. Right. Like, what the fuck were they even going to do with this flash drive? And so here's... Here's what I'm thinking probably happened, because this is... This is kind of being snobby towards a movie, and I don't mean to be because it's very fun. A lot of times with movies like this, modern comedy movies, what they'll do, they get actors who are known and then kind of let the camera roll and they just take some improv lines Mm. versus a lot of times I think what successful improv lines come from, like they have really funny lines written and then the actors take them the extra mile and make them Mm. really funny. Mm Mm-hmm. I've just seen a lot of movies where it's just like, and yeah, basically improv has its place. I mean, we're not improv 
experts. Except we are, as you can clearly tell from our intro today. But that's just the thing. Like, I'm funny, you're funny, but, like, if you don't have a solid thing written... Like, we decided to improv at the beginning of this episode. Great example! And it was, meh! Because we didn't have a strong throw-through line. Perfect example! (laughs) And we're also not trained professionals. But yeah, yeah. That's what I think happened in this movie. There were several moments where I was like... It's like they, like, left the camera on Kate McKinnon, who is hysterical. She's amazing. Super funny. So is Mila Kunis. Both the main actors amazing in this. But sometimes they, like, left it up for, like, oh, then the actors will improv a line here. And it just didn't... Like, there was a scene they were getting in... They were in line in security to fly to Vienna at the beginning, right? right? And they were like, oh, we need to destroy our phones, Oh. And so Kate McKinnon, yeah. this is my first not frugal point. Kate McKinnon takes the phones and decides to smash them. And there's like, they're right next to a trash can as well. So they could have just chucked them in the, the trash. So she sets them on the ground and goes, bitch, <laughs> bitch, and just says bitch and stomps on them. Yeah, it was weird because it, like, if it was like, as you, like, yeah. Or something of like, chill, stomp, you know? But she just says bitch every time she steps on them. And, like, I thought that the joke was going to be, like, on the phone angry with somebody and, like, and you know what? You're a bitch, blah, and, like, step on it. That would be kind of funny. Right. But all she said was bitch. Yeah, she it just... was kind of like the two ideas merged between achoo and... Oh, bitch, I hate you. Die. And it just didn't land. It was very strange. And there was lots of moments like that for me in this movie where it was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but not frugal smashing the phones. Mm. It just wasn't. I didn't. Not frugal. Yeah, that is true. I mean, and, and you know, car chases, explosions aside, not frugal also. Right, yeah. Right, um... I, uh, can I just, I'm not sure where this would fall, frugal, not frugal, whatever, but the, the father lawyer recommends that they stay with his friend in Prague. My immediate thought upon this recommendation was, like, whoever they go to stay with is probably gonna die, like, everyone else they've been involved with this movie. Like, I, I would not want to be like, oh, yeah, I've got a friend, dear friend, he owes me a favor, like, yeah, he's going to be dead. Like, ah. Uh, I guess on that note, um, here's a frugal point. When Highland tortures they, the girl, they girls, um, they do it in an abandoned gymnastics building, I think. I don't know. That's frugal. Either way. Like, also frugal, the MI6 CIA whatever is in a similarly, like, abandoned-ish building, like, low budget. I don't know. That was frugal. So they didn't show a bunch of, like, high-tech, crazy offices and buildings, and no, it was very frugal. Um, let's uh, go to a segment that we like to call Thrifty Trivia. Thrifty Trivia! Um, it's, uh, 
this movie one, this is just my personal digging in some thrifty trivia. It's not even in the trivia section. Thrifty trivia, no. It's won like three awards at the Golden Trailer Awards. Oh, Didn't okay. know that was a thing. Some nice trailers, I guess. Gillian Anderson was Kate McKinnon's childhood crush. What? Yeah. That's so fun. Hmm. <laughs> this one sucks. Kate McKinnon wrote the Japanese food puns in the Tokyo scene at the last minute and had Mila Kunis laughing on set. I don't even remember Japanese food puns. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I like Jillian. I don't remember them beat what. When did they even have Japanese food? I'm confused. What? Oh. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, heck. Um, but making your coworkers laugh? Good, frugal. According to Sam Hyogen, when the cast <laughs> went to escape to an escape room together, Mila Kunis took charge. They managed to escape. What the fuck is these trivias? Yeah, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is these trivias? The scene in the trailer in which the characters stop and hug each other to avoid the police is not in the movie. Thrifty trivia! What is with the trivia of this movie? Well, that's not frugal. Um, Or is it frugal? Less of the movie gets ruined. This is weird. I hate this. Both Kate McKinnon and Mila Kunis have had their best friends since childhood. Kunis met hers when she was seven, and McKinnon has known her best friend since she was ten. So they know what best friending is like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That just feels like bragging points, but... All right. Hey, Brandon. Uh, Hey, when watching Atomic Blonde, Sam Huygen recognized a lot of the same stunt performance from The Spy Who Dumped Me. Unfortunately for him, every time he recognized a stunt performer, it lowered the element of suspense because he knew which characters were about to die. What the fuck? Yeah. Are you talking about Thrifty Trivia? Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Kate McKinnon said that she would often think about her real-life best friend often while filming and... Use that as an inspiration. Really? Really? I didn't know actors drew upon their real-life experiences. Sophie Trivia! What's going on? I have something. So, the woman who plays the Russian gymnast torture lady. In real life, her name's Ivana Sokno. And... She, I think, is an actual model um, from the Ukraine. So she actually knew Russian. And Mila Kunis? She actually, well, no, well, yes, but also the the woman who spoke Russian and uh, tried to torture them. That's you know. really interesting, Donna, but you know what's more interesting? Audrey wants to park in Lot C, which is the economy parking at the Los Angeles International Airport. It's one of the airport's nine parking lots and has 1,700 spaces. It's also the furthest from the terminals. 62 out of 86 people found that interesting. Well, it's thrifty. All right. I guess it is thrifty. I think because of that... I mean, if you're going to park your car somewhere for who knows how long and maybe never come back, might as well find the cheapest parking. I think because of that, this movie's thrifty. I think it's a frugal movie. Wow. Even despite all the destruction and the European travels and... 
walk a little bit. Park a little ways away. Walk a little yeah. bit. Enjoy the sun. Frugal. You know what? On that note, I don't think they paid for any transportation other than the planes. Maybe the train. I don't think we could. I mean, <laughs> I think they paid for the planes. Probably the trains. Also, maybe the cars. Maybe the boats. Also, maybe the walking. Boat? I'm joking. You just, like, <laughs> you named the two ways of transportation they had. They had bikes. <laughs> Would you like to thank anybody? Wait, is it is it frugal? It's frugal. All right. Because of the parking. Because, because they parked. Thanks, Thrifty Trivia. Because of you, you you, you squeaked out a frugal. The song that Audrey chooses on the jukebox is mm, 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 is a 1993 single from the Canadian band Crash Test Dummies. Can I say on that note, another frugal point. She passes her time by, like, playing quarter games and quarter jukebox songs, and that's pretty thrifty. Like, there's worse ways to be passing your time at a bar financially. So... All right. I'd like to thank you for listening. Wow. Okay. Thank you for listening. Please share our show with a friend. And I want to thank Sarah Anastasia for our artwork. And I want to thank the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds. They're done dirt cheap. That's why we picked this one. That's why I picked that song for this this, this podcast. Yeah, it's been 110 episodes. Do you guys get and we it? have to let you know. Do you guys get it? Get it now? That's why we did it. It's funny. I would also like to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast, and you can leave us a voice message on there that we might play on the show. It's true. Uh, you can also support our podcast by leaving us a review on the iTunes website. It's iTunes.com. iTunes.podcast.com, probably. Go there. Probably. Probably, or Google iTunes Podcast, or Google the Bargain Den iTunes, and go there, leave us a review, and you become our bargainer, just like Crazy with the Cheese Whiz is our bargainer. Congratulations, Crazy with the Cheese Whiz. Congrats. You. Who is going to dethrone you? Who is it? Who's got the do the dag thing? Um, that about does it for us here at the Bargain Den. Well, I'm Donna. I'm Brandon. Pinch those pennies. Stay frugal. Brandon is frantically writing on the whiteboard. He says, don't. I beat you. Punch. I didn't want you to do the whole bit where you... Expressive. Uh, it just does it actually say don't? Yeah, it's a little hard to tell. You're writing very, very fast. Dirty deeds and the dirty.